0: What is up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley with the Sales and Marketing Bill Freedom Show. Really happy to be with you today. I am pumped. I am going to go over something really, really cool that I saw on vacation, actually, in real time happened in front of me. And it's a trick that the top 1% of 1% used to outsell everybody. And I thought I could help you out no matter what you're selling, who you're selling to or what you're selling to. So I thought it could be awesome, awesome opportunity to help you grow your business, your team, and even your individual sales. What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley, and you are listening to the Sales and Marketing Built Freedom Podcast, where we share with you the underground ninja skills and tactics the top sales and marketing leaders are using to create financial and lifestyle freedom. And the question that everybody is asking is, how do I create financial and lifestyle freedom for me? That is the question, and this show is the answer. What is up, everybody? This is Ryan Staley with the Sales and Marketing Bill Freedom Show. I am going to crush you with this one today. I think it's really, really cool. It's a trick that the top 1% of the 1% use to outsell everybody. And it's it's a little takeaway for my vacation. You know, sometimes when you are going through and basically experiencing life, you see just amazing business experiences that transform right before your lives. And this happened right before mine. So I wanted to share it with you because I'm like, wow, that was really, really good. And a lot of people are probably going to walk right by that one. And so let me just give you a little bit of background. We rented a house in Destin, Florida, which I've never been to uh, before. Absolutely beautiful place. Uh, Beautiful beaches, white sand, crystal clear water. And there's about 15 of us in one house. And, and so it was, it was, you know, my family, my, my extended family and it was a really good time. We have, we had a blast. So however, there was a beach and we were, we were really late in booking this. So we didn't get something beachside, but it was about in total about four blocks away by the time we got to the water, really two blocks from the beach, but you know, go across the boardwalk, took a little time. So it's about four blocks from the beach and on the way there, there's all these beautiful two floor, three floor, four floor story rentals where you know there's golf carts multiple golf carts parked in front of it you might see five or six cars so it was a lot of like families or you know families like with with grandparents and their kids and extended families or it was just like multiple families that are friends that have kids the same age so there's tons and tons of those houses around this area and you know we're we're at the beach it's pretty hot i mean it's it was Really, really hot sand. It was about 85 degrees. I wouldn't say blistering, but it was pretty hot. We were there in the morning. You know, we were there for a couple hours. It was like nine. at this point, it was about 11 a.m. There's people everywhere. I mean, everywhere, you know, so the kids are bodyboarding. I was bodyboarding with them a little bit, tried it where you jump on the waves, you go take a little ride. It was awesome. What would happen is you get a mouthful of salt water a lot of the times, right? And there's a bunch of other people on the beach because the weather, you know, was you, you got to really, really watch the undertow, and so it was a yellow flag and not a red flag. And so I am going to tell you about a little story about the Messiah on the beach, right? And so we're standing there, and this is about like eleven a.m. The music, I, we, I just hear some music playing in the distance. I, I didn't really pay much attention to it because there is a lot of noise there. And all of a sudden, this this music keeps getting closer and closer, and I am like, "What the hell is that?" okay can you guess what it is? What it was? And the music just keeps getting closer and closer, and right, and so. We're on the beach, and remind. And as a reminder, the beach isn't anywhere near to the street, so it's it's quite a few, quite a bit of distance off. And so the music keeps getting closer and closer. I'm like, that sounds really familiar. What is it? And it, 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 it the the melody reminded you of when you were a child. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, where is that coming from? So I keep looking around. And I keep looking around, I'm like, all right, whatever. And, and so I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm reading my book for a little bit. I was reading the Innovation of Steve Jobs, which highly, highly recommend. On a break, every now and then, I, I'd pop in and read that book a little bit on the towel. And all of a sudden, kids start coming up to me. Right, we're we're by my my sisters and my parents. The kids they're like, Hey, hey, Dad, Dad! I'm like, what, what, what? Hello, and I appreciate you listening to the show today. I love my listeners, and I love helping my customers. One of the things that I've been able to do with some of the customers that I've been working with is, for example, a $6 million SaaS company, helped them implement a seven-figure sales system in which they got a one-and-a-half-month ROI on the entire engagement fee that I offered them by one person spending 25% of their time. And this person wasn't even in sales. So these are core principles that help me scale from 0 to $30 million in annual recurring revenue with only four people. In addition, another client that I'm working with was able to 10x their licensing fee, their SaaS licensing fee, and they are really, really just on the early side of starting. So if you're interested in learning more, apply through www.scalerevenue.io forward slash apply www.scalerevenue.io forward slash apply. Look forward to seeing your application. If you are interested in qualify, we'll receive a follow-up note and we can jump on the phone and identify what the opportunity is exactly for you and your organization. Dad, dad. I'm like, what, what, what? And they're like, hey, can can we get some ice cream? And I'm like, what are you talking about? We're in the we're in the middle of the beach. There's no stands around. Like, what 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 exactly are you talking about? And they're like, they're like, Dad, look. And all of a sudden I look, and there's this like surly looking surfer dude, right? He almost looked like Spicoli from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, you know, with the kind of the dirty blonde hair and the glasses, longer just kind of draping down. And I look and this guy's pulling something. I'm like, "What is he pulling?" And he's he's pulling a boat like down down the the sand where right right a little bit past where the water meets the sand. So, you can move through it pretty easily, but he's pulling a boat and it's on four wheels and at, inside the boat is a sign and the sign says Gulfstream ice cream since 1997. And I look and there's a sign with all these different ice cream flavors. And at the same time, there's this giant, giant cooler. What happens is all the kids are like, Hey, can we get some ice cream? Can we get some ice cream? And it's 11am, right? So we're like, okay, well, we are on vacation. We were talking about taking them later. And all of a sudden, my dad looks at looks at me and he's he's a grandpa. There's about, let's see, there's probably like eight, eight or nine kids, right? And so, um, no, seven, I'm sorry, seven, there's seven kids. Sorry, I would go over my head. I don't want to leave anybody out. <laughs> um, so there's seven kids and my dad goes, ah, ah, what the hell it's, it's vacation. Who wants ice cream? Right. And so they stop this guy and I look down, you know, I put my book away and I'm like, all right, I just want to help out. I look down and before I know it, there's like 15, 20 people just waiting in line to buy this ice cream. And so my dad, grandpa <laughs> decided to, you know, treat all the kids to ice cream, which I thought was awesome. Right. All the kids were just like, Oh yeah, this is amazing. Uh, and like I said, there's like 15, 20 people in line. And so the kids were happy. They got ice cream at, at 11 in the morning and enjoyed it. Good time was had by all. However, the the most important lesson, there's three things. I, I wanted to tell you about this, like three big takeaways I had about this, because this applies to sales and no matter what you're doing and it, it applies to business. And if you think about it, like ice cream trucks are the most commoditized business in the world, right? I mean, one of the most commoditized, not in the world, but one of the most commoditized and probably one of the hardest jobs. If you, if you think about it too, because you got, you got a small window of time where you could sell, you got to be efficient. And so, I looked it up online and on average, they make, I don't know, profit margin for, it's like 50%, but that's inclusive of, you know, a truck that's inclusive of gasoline, that's inclusive of insurance. And I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, this guy, this guy doesn't have any of that, right? So not only does he not have overhead, so his margins are going to be huge, but these are the three things that he did that I think was amazing that apply to anything that you sell, no matter what. And um, number one was uh, consolidation, Right. The three C's, I'm going to say. The three C's. Consolidation of customers. So basically, his audience was completely isolated where there was no other competitors. Now, mind you, as a visual, this is a boat with a mega cooler in it on four wheels driving down a blistering hot beach with tons and tons of families, right? Tons of families, tons of grandparents that, that have a soft spot and that little cave, but tons of families there. And so you hook one you get, I don't know, probably eight orders, ten orders, fifteen orders, versus getting you know two or three like you normally would when you be driver on the block. So consolidation of customers—that's one, right? That's one page from his playbook. Number two, cravings, right? Cravings of his customers. So basically, he sold more than a typical ice cream truck would in a month, in a in a single day, because he was at the exact right time that his customers were most likely to buy. Think about it. There's a lot of families on vacation. People don't care as much about eating healthy when they're on vacation, especially little kids, right? It was blistering hot. There, there wasn't any other options around. And, you know, he had something that was highly, highly desirable. <laughs> so you got consolidation of customers, right? That's number one. Number two, you got cravings of your customers. And then number three is he capitalized on the circumstance, so consolidation, cravings, and capitalize. And how he capitalized on the circumstance—he literally could charge two hundred to three hundred percent of the normal price because he executed on one and two. He ex- executed on the consolidation with the cravings of his customers at the exact right time. And so, not only did did he he have no competition, he sold a massive amount in quantity. And he charged 200 to 300% of what he'd normally do because of those situations mixed together. So think about it. Consolidation, cravings, and circumstance, right? So I probably should have named it something else besides circumstance because it's more margin-based, but absolutely crushed the deal size that he had. So I literally, I mean, I calculated out, this guy did more in, a, in one day than most ice cream places would do ice cream trucks or ice cream places would do in the month which is, around, which is the reason why that ice cream place has been around since 1997. So if a guy pulling a cooler on a boat, you know, like a rowboat on a beach could do that and absolutely crush it, imagine what, what it would do for your business if you tried it. Alright, so I'm going to leave you on that one. If you like this episode, please, please, please share with one of your friends, share with a couple of your friends. I'm trying to get the word out. And the only way that I can make the impact that I want on the world and helping others grow their businesses or grow their sales is by spreading the word. So if you could help me out, you like this episode, spread the word. At the same time, feel free to leave a rating on iTunes. I would love that as well. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for spending the time with me today i know that time is one of the most valuable resources so i truly honor and appreciate you coming along this journey with me one of the things that i want to ask you is if you really truly enjoyed this and know someone that this can make an impact on please share this episode with them if you're on a journey for financial and lifestyle freedom it is always exponentially better if we're building a tribe with like-minded people who are on the same journey In addition, I have an amazing PDF for you that could be career changing in terms of the content. Essentially what it is are the top 10 questions that every big customer is asking behind closed doors that no one is telling you about. I'll put a link for it in the show notes. So check it out. It's my free gift for you for being a part of this launch and being a part of this journey with me. And I hope to see you soon.